0: Join me and 10 other women for an incredible, all inclusive five day healing retreat. This retreat was made for you if you want to be surrounded by loving, non judgmental women and be guided to overcome your triggers and your insecurities so that you can fully step into your potential. Don't just take it from me. One attendee said that the retreat was more powerful for her than the last 10 years of therapy. Yes, you heard that right, 10 years. Now, I've just opened the doors to the priority list, and when you join the list, you will be the first to know when the doors open to sign up for Bravecation. Go ahead and click the link, in the show notes to be added today hi i'm dr Steph, and i'm here to guide you on your journey to healing from a difficult relationship with your mother whether she was narcissistic emotionally immature or just plain toxic I want you to know that you are in fact not broken and you do not have to suffer from anxiety or explosive emotional reactions like lashing out. You can break the cycle. You are a strong, capable woman who can handle any challenge that comes your way. And I'm going to show you how to have the ultimate control over your reactions so that you are unstoppable. Welcome to the Broken to Brave podcast. Stress is not the cause of your emotional breakdowns and external situations are not the cause of you feeling stressed. If you've ever felt like stress or what's going on externally around you are the cause of you feeling overwhelmed, anxious, irritable, wound up, or on the edge, then you need to listen to this episode. This episode is a PSA about something that has been on my heart to speak about publicly for a long time, because honestly, I do not see anyone talking about it. And it's something that I dive into with nearly all of my clients now. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to feel in control of her emotions and her reactions, then this is going to be eye-opening for you. And SHIFT. The way that you see things. It's a necessary shift, though, in order for you to thrive. So, if you listen to what I'm about to walk through in this episode, you are going to understand stress in a way that others don't understand it. And you're going to have an advantage long term in your day-to-day, in your relationships, and why? Because you're going to understand emotions in a way that is quite indivisible to other people. If you resonate with at least one of the following problems, I know that this perspective shift, shift will help you thrive no matter what's going on in your life. Okay, so let's go through these. First problem, almost every week you find yourself saying, life sucks, of course this is happening to me, or it's just always one thing after another, after another. Second, a single conversation with your emotionally immature or narcissistic mother causes you to feel upset for hours, days, afterwards. Third, you find yourself in the shower, crying like a baby at least, I don't know, once every three months because all of your responsibilities between home, work, they just feel like too much to handle. Fourth, at least once a week, you find that you automatically yell when a loved one won't listen to you. And then fifth, you don't follow through on commitments that you've made to yourself like sticking to a workout plan, applying for a new job, starting um, an, the business of your dreams, doing a house project—you name it. So again, you don't have to resonate with all of those, but if you resonate with at least one of the follow one of those, then I know this perspective shift will help you. And the reason. There's a few reasons. I'm going to go over a few. The reasons that you're having one or more of those issues above in your life is because of implicit and explicit messaging that you are surrounded by every single day. And not only are you surrounded by it, but you have bought into it. So you've probably heard at least one of the following over and over and over again. I can't believe he's doing this. He's stressing me out. And so this is basically like somebody talking about somebody else, whether it's a man or a woman, that um, has caused stress to them. Another thing that you may have heard some version of is, I'm so stressed. I have so much on my plates. Um, and another one is, I don't have enough time to get everything done, which is stressing me out. okay. Let's walk through these one by one by one. So, with the first, I can't believe he's doing this. He's stressing me out. What's happening? You, if it's you or that person, is giving away their power and putting the blame on someone else. So this is actually you saying, I am not in control of my experience, someone else's. And you can live like that, but then you'll be in the same predicament over and over and over in your life. Why? Because you won't build the skills that you need to be in charge of your experience. Okay, second one, which was, I'm so stressed, I have so much on my plate. The opportunity here is to recognize you choose everything that's on your plate. You may choose it so there's no consequence. You may have planned more poorly than you wanted to. However, you still chose it. And if there's too much, imagine the magic that would happen if you actually honored yourself, enlightened the load, and removed at least one thing that you didn't want to do. Okay, let's go to the third. So the third was, I don't have enough time to get everything done, which is stressing me out. Let's pause. Let's zoom out for a bit. You, I know you've heard this phrase, but I'm going to give it to you again. You have the same 24 hours that everyone else does. And I'm not saying that in a sense that you need to get more done. I'm actually saying it in a different way. Are you expecting yourself to be superhuman? Are you... Proactively giving yourself guilt-free rest, so that when you are focusing on tasks on your to-do list or work, you actually have more energy and more desire to do those things. And what meaning do you put on rest? So when I ask my my clients that question, a lot of them they're like, "Guilt-free rest, absolutely not rest at all. No." (laughs) Like I'm like go, 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 go. And I get that. I get that. So let's pause. And I want you to really ask yourself, what meaning do you put on rest? Are you burning the candles on both ends? What meaning do you put on productivity? What do you make being productive say about you? And are those facts, Meaning that's the way that everybody sees the world, or are they stories that you're making up? So, does everyone see rest the same way that you do? Does everyone see productivity the same way you do? Or is that the meaning that you have chosen to put on both of those things? Because if you can choose it, you can also unchoose it or choose something else. Okay, so why are we talking about this? I hope I haven't lost you here. Because to date, you may have perceived stress, I'm like quoting that, as the cause of your emotional breakdowns. And look, I understand why you think that's the case, why you think external circumstances cause you to feel stressed or to have emotional breakdowns. And that's okay, because society definitely perpetuates the belief that certain things are stressful and that there's nothing you can do about it. Like I mentioned before, you probably hear a lot of people saying, I'm so stressed out. This is so stressful. So it makes sense that you wouldn't have really ever considered thinking about stress in a different way. I want you to picture this scenario, though. There are two women who have the exact same job. Let's just say they work in customer service at a call center. Person A may make comments every day like, this is so stressful. Person B seems to take it all in stride. And it's not that person B has this toxic positivity thing going on. She just seems to roll with the punches. She just seems to like go with the flow. And if two people have completely different reactions to the exact same situation Is the situation inherently stressful? No. If it was the exact same situation and it was inherently stressful, the reaction from person A and person B would be the same. For instance, gravity is a known quantity. Yeah? Okay. Everyone, quote unquote, reacts to gravity the same, meaning the same result always happens. The apple always falls from the tree. If you jump, you always come down to the ground. So you see where I'm going here. So what what is going on if the situation isn't inherently stressful? What's going on if that external circumstance is not actually in control of our emotional reactions and emotional breakdowns? The answer lies within the individual. So let's circle back to both of those people. Person A doesn't have the tools to take her power back. She doesn't yet have the tools to tolerate the discomfort. She doesn't have the tools to sit with the uncomfortable sensations in her body and uncomfortable emotions. Person B understands They choose their stress, not the situation. So let me just read you a quote from somebody who deeply understood this. Eddie Murray was um, on the Baltimore's baseball team and was asked by a reporter how he handled stress and pressure like leading up to the World Series. So the reporter said, Everyone is counting on you, Eddie, to come through to the team. Um, you don't you you know that if you don't, um, your job, your salary, your career may be in, in jeopardy. Like this is pretty heavy stuff, right? Like this reporter's coming at him, so to speak. Um, and when it comes down to September and October, every game, every time you're on bat may make the difference between winning the championship and being a loser. And you wanna know how he responded to that reporter. He said, I make my own pressure. So this is an example of what it looks like to step into your own power. If you continue believing that external situations are in charge of whether or not you feel stressed and whether or not you have an emotional breakdown, you will stay stuck. And you will never feel in control of your own happiness and your own peace. And I'm not trying to, like, lay it on heavy. Like, I just want you to really think about how have I been moving through this world? Have I ever considered this before? And then do I have the tools that person B has? Because those are concrete tools that we use in the brave method. So... What did person A do to, or was it person B? Now I got myself confused. I think it was person B (laughs) that took it in stride. Let's just say it was. So what did person B do to take their work environment in stride? I'm going to just give you three concrete steps that you can use to begin shifting into this way of being and this way of living. And these are small steps. We dive into dozens of others inside of my coaching, my retreats, and my programs. So first, practice analyzing data and step into the role of a scientist. Ask yourself, what emotion or emotions are coming up for me right now? All emotions are neutral messengers with the purpose of informing you what need or desire isn't being met. I found that a lot of people don't have a very large emotional vocabulary, so it can be really helpful to just literally Google and download emotion wheel. And then when you are having an experience where you're feeling overly emotional, you pull out the wheel and you say, okay, what emotion is coming up for me right now? And get granular with it with what you're feeling. So for instance, rather than just saying I'm stressed, let's say that when you pull up that wheel, the emotion is actually overwhelm. Then you can take next steps in alignment with what overwhelm means. So overwhelm is sending you a message, ask for help or take something off of your plate. So when you take action in alignment with that, and you work to identify a specific emotion and honor it, your life will improve and you won't feel like your emotions are at the whim of external situations. Okay, your emotions and your reactions. So number two, practice activating choice. I've mentioned choice a couple of times in this episode, so I'm gonna elaborate a little bit about what I mean here. So the invitation is to ask yourself, If there was even a 1% chance that I could choose not to feel stressed about this and approach every situation um, with a, a different viewpoint, what can I learn here? And I'll show you what this looks like with a couple of my own examples. And full transparency, this is these are things that I've been working on for years. So I remember when I first started my business, um, one of the coaches that I was working with said, like, what if it was easy? <laughs> I was honestly so mad. So if you feel mad at me right now, I totally get it. <laughs> you know, like, what the heck? She's trying to tell me that I have control? No. Um, yeah, she was like, what if it what if it was easy, like this whole starting a business and getting a business off the ground while I was, you know, struggling to bring in a dollar. Uh so it did not feel easy. However, I didn't really in hindsight have to fight that. And when I actually started to ask myself like, what if it was easy? What can I learn from this? What would I do differently? And I can tell you there are a whole bunch of things that I do differently now being three years in to this business. Okay, so let's go over another example of what it looks like to activate choice in your life. This is back when Annabella was around a year old and um, I was working at NASA at the time and she was at the daycare on center and um, I lived... I don't know about 40 minutes away and I so I got in the car before getting her from daycare and I realized that I had uh what did I have 50 miles left to the gallon I think it was so I was like okay that should be good maybe it was 60 either way I thought there was enough gas so I told myself well I'll get gas when she's not in the car she's so little I don't want her to get hot right So I went, I pick her up, we're on the interstate driving home. Suddenly I pushed down the gas pedal and no gas. So we ran out of gas. So I pulled over on the side of the road. The old me would have beat myself up. And I'm guessing that many of you can resonate with this. And maybe maybe the you now would kind of get onto yourself and I'm not saying like super harsh or anything but maybe you would say like you know better than this you saw that you only had 50 miles left to the the gas um left on the tank you saw the gas station you know just kind of like beating yourself up to try to make yourself not make that mistake again well that doesn't work one sign that that doesn't work is you've probably been doing that your whole life and it really hasn't changed a whole lot. That's for another podcast episode. So back to the example, when you activate choice, what you can see is the opportunities that lie in front of you. So here's what I did. I made a phone call, boop, 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 boop. Then I got out of my car, walked around to the other side where she was, opened the door, got her out of her car seat, And I played with her. I didn't beat myself up. I chose not to beat myself up. And if you would have asked me before I started doing inner work and before all of this, I would have told you that's not possible. I would have said, I'm a worrier. I'm hard on myself. You know, all of that shenanigans. And that's what I'm going to call it is shenanigans. This is not who you are. This is not the way that you have to be. This is just who you've chosen to be up to this point. So let's get you to the point where you are activating choice in your own life and showing up as the woman that you want to be, as the woman that you are proud of. Okay, so let's go to concrete tool number three, and that is practicing absolute acceptance. And the invitation here is to ask yourself, what is getting in the way of me viewing this situation as neutral or even as an opportunity for me to, to hone a skill like getting comfortable with uncomfortable emotions? If you were raised by an emotionally immature mother, you may identify with resisting things that are happening on a daily basis. You may often have the thought, this shouldn't be happening. And that is what I like to refer as, and I'm gonna pause before I say this. This is not an attack at you. This is the way that I look at it for my own life. That is fighting life. And honestly, I can recognize this really easily in others because this is how I used to approach life and it sucked and it resulted in me feeling like life sucked and it resulted in me feeling like life was hard. But what if that is not true? What if you can choose to show up for all of it and really hone absolute acceptance Okay, so just to reiterate, the three steps are analyzing data, activating choice, and absolute acceptance. And like I mentioned before, these are three concrete steps to begin shifting your way of being. And inside of our coaching, our retreats, and our programs, we dive into dozens of other ways to hone these very skills. So let me ask you, Do you really want to keep believing that external situations cause you to feel stressed and cause you to shut down or cause you to have emotional breakdowns? That's option one and essentially choose to give your power away. Or do you want to shift into a bold, brave, badass mindset and take your power back? so that you are in control of your emotional state and your reactions, which is essentially option two. I'm with option two, clearly, or I wouldn't be on this podcast right now. Um, But if you're ready to take your power back, I want to invite you to take that first step by signing up for one of my four-day Bravecation retreats. During the most recent retreat, I had one attendee say, I signed up for Bravecation after a trusted friend invited me to it and recommended it to me. And I came into it thinking it was just going to be like a weekend to get away, to relax, to vent about mom stuff. But it was so impactful and important to me. I learned to be my own hero and overcome labels that had been placed on me since childhood. There is no price tag I can put on the experience. I was so blown away by the experience that I signed up for next year's retreat as soon as it was announced. That was one of our attendees. And at the time of this recording, we only have one spot left for our next retreat. So if you're interested in more information and want to see if it's a good fit, send me a DM on Instagram at Dr. Stephanie Lopez or email me at Stephanie at method.com. I just want to remind you that life does not have to feel stressful or hard. Give this gift to yourself. Thank you for listening today. If you're ready to heal so that triggering situations no longer control you and so that you can feel empowered, brave, and thrive in any situation, DM me the word brave on Instagram and I'll send you a training where you will learn three of the most common mistakes driven women are making that are keeping them stuck in negative emotions and what you can do instead.